This program is brought to you by Bibleway Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 71 is going to be from Genesis chapter 4, verses 1 through 7. Sin lies at the door, and its desire is for you. Genesis chapter 4, verses 1 through 7 read, Now Adam knew his wife, and she conceived and bore Cain, and said, I have acquired a man from the Lord. Then she bore again, this time his brother Abel. Now Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock, and of their fat. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering, but he did not respect Cain and his offering. And Cain was very angry, and his countenance fell. So the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry, and why is your countenance fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin lies at the door, and its desire is for you. But you should rule over it. You see... Cain and Abel both brought sacrifices before God. Abel's sacrifice was acceptable, and Cain's was not. And the only conclusion that we can draw from this is that Cain did not bring his best sacrifice. No matter what that sacrifice was, Cain did not bring his best sacrifice before God. We're not given any of the rules of an acceptable sacrifice here in Genesis chapter 4, but we know that Cain did something that was not his best. And so he offered a sacrifice to God that was not what God wanted. We also know that he knew what that acceptable sacrifice would be. If you do well, will you not be accepted? Tells us that he knew how to be accepted. And if you do not do well, sin lies at the door and its desire is for you, but you should rule over it. And so Cain did not offer a sacrifice that was pleasing to God. And his countenance fell. Now, sin lies at the door of every single Christian, of every single person living today. And we have a responsibility to rule over it. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13, the Bible says, No temptation has taken man except for that which is common to man. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted above what you're able, but with every temptation, provide a means of escape that you might be able to bear it. This is another way that we knew that Cain, that we know that Cain had a means of escape. God would not have put him in a predicament where there was no means of escape from temptation. The temptation here was to offer God a sacrifice that was not going to be pleasing to him. And Cain took it. Cain took the temptation and sinned by not giving God what was deserved. You see, God deserves our respect. God deserves our worship because of who he is. He is the creator of all the world. In Genesis chapter one and verse one, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And so God has a right being our creator to tell us how we are to worship him and to tell us how we are to live. And he, as our creator has loved us enough to give us a means of escape for every temptation in Matthew chapter 4 verses 1 
through 11, Jesus is tempted. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights afterward, he was hungry. Now, when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. But he answered and said, It is written. And this is a phrase that we need to pay close attention to because it is the means of escape from temptation. In every temptation, we're going to see these words. In verse 4, it says, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Then the devil took him up into the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against the stone. Jesus said to him, now pay attention here, It is written, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. And so we see the means of escape once again here is to know the word of God. If you know the word of God, then the temptation we have a means of escape out of the temptation. In verse 8, it says, And the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan. And then notice the words again, For it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. You see, Jesus was tempted here. He was tempted by turning breads to stone. He had been in the wilderness fasting before this temptation took place. He was tempted when the devil took him up into the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple. He was tempted by everything here. He was tempted in order to show that there is a means of escape. It is written. It is written every time. He was tempted when he said, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He shall give His angels charge over you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash a foot against a stone. Then Jesus said to him, It is written, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. And then the third temptation, and and again the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. And Jesus said, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Sin lies at the door. If we are not willing to do the will of God, if we're not willing to follow God's commandments, sin lies at the door. It's ready to pounce. It's there. All we have to do is be obedient to God. We have to know how to be obedient to God. We have to know what was written, 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted above what you're able. You see, Cain was able to take the means of escape. He chose not to. And that's the difference between Jesus in Matthew chapter 4 and Cain in Genesis chapter 4. Jesus was willing and able to take the means of escape. And he did. He knew the word of God and he was willing to follow it. Cain was not willing to follow the word of God. And so sin was crouched and ready. When we're not willing to follow the will of God, it's there. It's an option. It's always an option. It's been an option all the way back to the time of Adam and Eve in the garden with the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. 
the tree was there, was placed there so that we would know that there is an option to not do the will of the Father. In John chapter 14, verse 15, the Bible says, If you love me, keep my commandments. In order for us to love God, the idea of another option has to be present. Because how can we keep the commandments of God? And what would keeping the commandments of God mean if there was no other option? So sin lies at the door and its desire is for you. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13, again, the Bible says, No temptation is overtaking you except as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted above what you're able. But with every temptation, also make a way of escape that you might be able to bear it. We can bear the temptations of God, the temptations of the devil, if we will simply do it. If we will simply understand that it's lying ready and be willing to take the means of escape that is given to us in the word of God. Second Timothy chapter 3 verses 16 and 17. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped unto all good work. You see, God does not tempt anyone. He provides the means of escape out of temptation. But we do go through trials in this life that God does put us through. He put Abraham through trials. And the difference between a trial and a temptation is God means it for our good. In James chapter 1 and verse 3, we find that trials and persecutions worketh patience. And so God is looking at these things and saying, I want you to be strengthened by this. And the devil is saying, I want you to fall from this. I want you to walk away from God with this. And in Job, we see that the devil goes before God and requests to be able to try Job. Now, God was trying Job. The devil was tempting Job. He was trying to get him to fall away from, from God. And God said, consider my servant Job. And so God told the devil to consider his servant Job because he understood that Job would remain faithful, that he was strong, and that he was going to be able to come through this and be strong at the end of it, where the devil was trying to pull Job away from God. He took away everything. He murdered his children. He took away his possessions. He did everything except for kill Job. And Job came through it stronger on the other end because God was there. God helped him. God provided a means of escape from these temptations. And he did it through being who Job thought he was. Thought he, was. he was always there for him, and he understood God's word. In 1 Timothy chapter 3, Verses 1 through 7, the Bible says, This is a faithful saying. If a man desires the position of a bishop, he desires a good work. A bishop then must be blameless, the husband of one wife, temperate, sober-minded, of good behavior, behavior, hospitable, able to teach, not given to wine, not violent, not greedy for money, but gentle, not quarrelsome, not covetousness. One who rules his own house well, having his children in submission with all reverence. For if a man does not know how to rule his own house, how will he take care of the 
the church of God, not a novice, lest being puffed up with pride, he fall into the same condemnation as the devil. And so we see this idea that if we're not ready for sin, if we are not preparing ourselves to not be a novice in God's word, then sin lies at the door and its desire is for us. If we do not understand the word of God, how can we rightly divide it? And if we can't rightly divide it, then we're going to fall into the same condemnation as the devil. We're going to fall into the same snare. In 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 11, 6 through 10, the Bible says, Now godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and clothing with these, we shall be content. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and harmful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition. You see, the devil is ready with those snares. He's always ready to pounce. We have to be ready. We have to be a people that are content with godliness. First Timothy chapter six and verse six. Now godliness with contentment is great gain. And we do this when we understand verse seven, for we brought nothing into this world and as certain we can carry nothing out. There is nothing in this world that is going to be more important than our salvation. There is nothing in this world that is more important or more valuable than our soul. The only thing that we brought into this world is our soul. And it is the only thing that is going to go to heaven. There is nothing else that is going to go to heaven with us. It doesn't matter how rich we are, we cannot buy heaven. And in verse 8 it says, Having food and clothing with these we shall be content. We need to be learn to be content with what God wants us to be content with. But those who desire to be rich, they're going to fall into that snare. And the devil's just waiting for it because the love of money, verse 10, is the root of all kinds of evil for which some have strayed from the faith in their greediness and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. The devil knows how tempting money can be. And he's going to use it in front of you as a carrot before a rabbit. He's trying to get you to fall into that temptation. And so we have to understand sin lies at the door. And its desire is for us. But we should rule over it. We need to have that mentality. We need to be ready for Satan's darts when he hurls them at us. In 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 8, it says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He's looking to devour you. He's pounced. He is ready to pounce on you. He's crouched and he's ready to pounce. But we need to be sober and we need to be looking for these traps. We need to be studied so that we know what the traps look like. If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin lies at the door. But if you can recognize it, if you can see it, you can avoid it. And if you know the word of God, and you've hidden it in your heart as Jesus had and was able to come back at the temptations with it is written, it is written. It becomes easier to walk with God and be sober in knowing that the devil is he's waiting to pounce. He's crouched and ready. In James chapter 1 and verses 12 through 18, the Bible says, Blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised, to those who love him. 
Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted, listen to this, but each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Sin lies at the door and its desire is for you. It is enticing. Then when desire is conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin when it is full grown brings forth death. Do not be deceived, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Of his own will he brought us forth by the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of his creation. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.